is a member of the Mice Chat Podcast Network. MicePod.com. <laughs> Warning, this show contains childish adult content and is intended for immature and mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views spoken are ours and ours alone, not those of any other bugger. If you're easily offended, we strongly suggest finding another podcast. Everybody neat and pretty, then on with the show. Please stand clear of the doors. Por favor, manténganse alejado de las puertas. Let's put on the show. Growing older is mandatory. Growing up is optional. Dis After Dark, the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. Hello. Yeah, hiya. Thank you, everyone. Um... Welcome back, uh, episode uh, season two, episode nineteen of Diz After Dark. I'm Paul. I'm Nick, and I'm Paul D. And, and yeah, there's no pregnant pause whilst we wait for the announcement of our guest tonight, uh, because we were due one. Um, it's not that everyone hates us or anything. We were actually due yeah. one, but he's he's been held up. I had a nice email uh, message from him, uh, Chef Big Fat Panda. So uh, we look forward to having you on uh, very soon, hopefully. But apparently he got stuck at Downtown Disney. Oh, I can see getting a worse place to get I, stuck. I can, yeah, yeah, yeah. Waiting one hour for valet. Now, I is be- that a new attraction or? I don't know. I I believe that to be it's a new Cars Land. Yeah, I I, be- <laughs> I I think that might just be waiting one hour for valet parking to turn his car back to him. Because personally, I'm British, so if I was waiting over an hour for my valet, I would have had him fired. Mm. I would have shot him by now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, we don't want our butlers treating us that badly. Thank you very much. Um, gentlemen, uh, do we do the drink thing first? I can barely remember. What are you drinking? <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's normally the order. Um, well. I've gone for a Disney-themed beer. Excellent. Or craft owl, to be exact. <sighs> it's a bottle of Adnam's Innovation. Oh, nice find. Yeah. Hang on. And, Good uh, there you go. And, and the flavour? Is it any good? Um, beery. Excellent. Yeah, that doesn't sound very innovative. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I expected it to be vodka yeah, or something yeah. different. That, that just shows that we're just doing Ace it. Of yeah, we're, we're just doing it for the heck of it, aren't we? Really, we're not some sort of beer connoisseurs who are going to go. Well, I can see a overtone of nutty where it was flavoured in a mild oak cask. No, it's kind of beery, isn't it? <laughs> That's it. Beery is beery to me. Yeah. You know, I've served that upset one, but tough. Mr. D. Okay, so I managed to find one called Late Red. So the, the Disney connection here is, remember on the safari in the Animal Kingdom, Big Red so you was the pop- elephant. Yeah, right? not, not drinking it in half pints then. Yeah, no. Excellent. <laughs> drinking it out of, a, of, a, of an elephant's foot. Here we go. Oh, but yeah, he's no longer there, so he's late red. He's late red now, yes. So, um, uh, so how does it taste? <laughs> uh, like elephants, a uh, beer. No, <laughs> beer. <it's> beery. <laughs> beery. Yes. Mm. Oh well, it's obviously been matured in a in a oaken cask. I, I can tell. Yeah, obviously. Nice, nice. Yeah, because I've got a splinter. Really flavour. <laughs> no, I've got a bit of wood in my mouth. A splinter. <laughs> Isn't that a ninja rat? Yeah. <laughs> oh dear. I, I was hunting high and low for a, uh, a Disney-themed beer, 
And then I stumbled across this one, and I really can't believe we haven't actually found it before now. Because um, it's the most common beer there is in England. But I've gone for a Pocahontas reference. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know where we're going, don't you? Yeah, yeah. I've gone for a can of John Smith's. <laughs> How have we never noticed that? That's true. And, and what does it taste like? Well, it says on the can, it's a distinctive, full-flavoured, smooth bitter. Um, but is it bittery? It, it is bittery and beery and kind of flat and warm. <laughs> Should have warmed that up. Yeah. It, or even cold that up. Oh, here we go. And it's got a widget in the can to give it a nice, creamy, smooth head that I can put a flake in. Or a widget? Something like that, yeah. 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 Anyway, should anyone want to contact us to uh, tell, yeah, us, anyone... tell us a good themed beer or wonder why on earth I've never noticed John Smith's before now. Or even explain um, how beer isn't actually beer and it tastes like something completely different. Yeah. Um, you can visit our website at www.disasterdart.com or you can email us at podcast at disasterdart.com. Or you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash disasterdark. We're also on Twitter at disasterdark. And you can find us on MiceChat at micechat.com. Uh, Instagram, Pinterest, YouTube at disasterdark podcast. V Radio. Yes, v24.com. Yep, v24. Um, there'll probably be a bit more on, uh, on YouTube on our channel uh, in about, I don't know, maybe 85 or 86 days' time. Because mm. that's when I start. Uh, yeah, I don't want to rub this in. I, I've got 74 days left until, uh, of my countdown. What, what are you on, Paul? 82. And when's your next one due? Uh, who? Me? <laughs> yeah. um, I think it's a year 3000. Um, I, I can't remember what my countdown is. I actually booked Disneyland Paris yesterday. Yeah. yeah, um, yeah. We, we, to, we wanted to get past the... I was looking actually to go for the shareholders opening of Ratatouille. Yeah. There's a preview event happening at the end of uh, June for about four days. I think it's the 24th to the 29th, something like that. Um, but I just couldn't get the trains to work for me. Um, so I'm going in uh, the beginning of September because it was too like it was just before the school holidays for the UK. The school holidays start in France by the time Ratatouille opens officially. And you know with new rides, yeah. I can't be bothered to go there for four days and for two or three of those days the ride's down. Yeah. So I thought if I wait till September, every like everything will be smoothed out, it'll all be good. Because like a new ride in Paris and you're there for four days, so two days would be the rides down, the other two days is standing in the queue. Yeah. I mean I'm hoping by that point as well that the new single rider line for Crushes Coast will be open because <laughs> you've got to remember <laughs> Mrs. Branch ain't going on any of these rides this time, so <laughs> 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 she doesn't give a rat. Oh, there we go. She's hoping oh. to go on it, but um yeah, we'll see. Round of applause for that one. <laughs> Groan oh, for that one. Yeah. <laughs> right, well, um, as we're uh, sans guest, so I'll put a bit of Parisian flair on that one. Um, this evening, we might as well go straight into this bit. A view of the news with this After Dark. Blimey, yeah. Oh, shh. Ed loads. Going on in the Disney World this mm. this, this week. Yeah. Who wants to start? Well, I, I've got an interesting bit of news that no one will actually know. Oh, well, that's a good place to start because the rest yeah. of us will just do common stuff that everyone knows. Oh, oh, well, it's going to be very short before I go into my next story. But um, basically, um, for, for listeners new, you won't notice this, but for listeners old, 
Um, we recently changed the intro music we did. for this very show. And uh, I, I've got to be honest, I was too embarrassed to ask what it was. I really could not figure out what it was until last week at uh, my daughter's first birthday party when a familiar song was playing. I was like, oh, yeah. hang on a second, what's this from? And of course, it's the opening segment to Hi Ho from Snow White. It is indeed, yes. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I had no idea. Because I mean, although I've seen Snow White, I've not seen it in so long, I've just remembered Hi Ho for being Hi Ho, not the yeah. bit at the beginning, because it's so different. Uh. So, uh, so yeah, that's news. But no, um, the news I wanted to bring up, and I'm probably already uh, raining on someone else's parade, um, is the 23rd of August date that's been announced at Hollywood Studios, at Walt Disney World. I think that further indicates something else um, of the Villains event. Aye. Which I think is very exciting, personally. Yeah, I think that's particularly, particularly exciting because it may happen to coincide with the time I'm there. Mm. And I think what's good as well, because obviously there was a similar event last year, but this is, uh, unfortunately for some people, a hard ticket to the event, which means there's going to be limits, which means it's still going to be chaotic. I can predict this now, but it's going to be nowhere near as chaotic as it was uh, this time last, well, the same, about the same time as it was last year, Um, purely because it's not open to everyone. Uh, But it sounds great. They, they, about 50 or so villains would be coming down, descending on the studios for the night. Are, are they including Darth Vader and Darth Maul? Because if he has Darth Maul open for hard-ticketed events, a bit like the Star Wars weekends, mm. there'll, there'll be an excuse to sell more merchandise. Well, there is a Star Wars element involved. I thought mm-hmm. it might be. Yeah, so uh, there, there's, a, there's a bit for Oogie Boogie as well. He's got his own section. There is a Star Wars section. Oogie Boogie. Oogie Boogie. I've, I've gone not, down the whole Metal Mickey route. I have no idea who you're on about. Oogie Boogie? No, not yeah. at all. He is, uh, he's the main villain in uh, Tim Burton's Nightmare Before Christmas, directed by Henry Selick. I am so going to get slated for that, aren't I? <laughs> um, he, he's, quite, he's quite famous, to be honest. So I, he really should be, but I do. probably haven't seen... Yeah. There's, uh, there's also Hades Hangout and Dance Party Show. All right. Um, villain in the sky's firework, fireworks even. Cool. Um, and attractions will be open, such as Twilight Zone, Rock and Roller Coaster, Toy Story Mania, and Star Tours. So, and so basically, can... all the attractions that are there. Yeah, pretty much. Um, yeah. And you are able to dress up as your favourite villain as okay, well. Okay, Jeffrey Dahmer. <laughs> yeah, why not? <laughs> If anyone wants to go in as Leatherface, complete with authentic skin costume, or oh, Norman Bates, <laughs> something particularly universal. Norman Bates's mother. Yeah, yeah. I, I... First year math teacher. <laughs> <laughs> Have you gone as Fred West? She's definitely a villain. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's, you know what? It's a shame, guys. We're not all there at the same time because we could have gone as uh, three birds from the uh, Hitchcock film, The Birds. <laughs> Good enough. Just three random birds. <laughs> I'm just a bird. What? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Yeah. Oh, cool. That one's in the diary. And mm. if anyone's out there, I shall try and get a ticket and see you there. Yeah. That's a one-off. We're gonna miss that. <laughs> we miss it by six days. Oh, bummer. Damn. Bummer. All right. What else have you got for us? Okay. This. Well, the other nighttime event which has started is the Harambe Nights started this week Aye. in the animal kingdom oh, yes. um and again 
I don't think that's going to be on when we get there. I think that I think that has got a limited run, hasn't it? I think so. Yes. Because mm -hmm. because we're factually correct here. We just think, yeah, probably. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. That's so it's it's a hard ticketed event in the Animal Kingdom. Um, there's a show. There's the uh, the parks closed to normal day guests, and then after the show, there's food. And I've read a few reviews on it. It sounds it sounds interesting. Yeah, I'm 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 kind of starting to lose interest. I mean, I've got tickets for the uh, Halloween, yeah, Mickey's not so scary Halloween party. Mm -hmm. uh, so if anyone is in there on the 9th of September, I'll be there. Um, look out. 12th of September, uh, I'll be there. Yes. Good why plan in there. Why is it starting so early? Because they make money out of it. Yeah. Oh, I know, but I mean, <laughs> I remember the, the first year we went to. Um, we, oh, I went to Orlando. Uh, I remember Halloween Horror Night started about the 16th of September, and I thought that was early. But the beginning of September, crazy. Yeah, but well, I'm, I'm bummed because we, we miss Halloween Horror Nights. We catch Mickey's Not So Scary, but we've never done Halloween Horror Nights, and we miss it by about three days. Oh, it's scary. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm sure it is, and I think even if we were there for it, and I think we probably... I don't know. Yeah, do but, not uh, take your kids there. No, our, yeah. our girls would. Yeah, someone would get hurt. I've yeah. seen, I've seen kids there, and it's ludicrous. Yeah, yeah, so, not ideal. Now we got that, but it's like I'm starting to lose a bit of faith in the. Oh, this is a hard ticketed event, and then we've got the Harambe Nights, and then we've got the Villains Party. It's like, do you not make enough money out of the standard day tickets that you have to think we'll do a night party? I, I don't know. To me, I, I mean, I, I think Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween Party shouldn't be a hard ticket event, personally. I like what they do. Um, you know, I think the candy um, element, the trick-or-treat stuff, is, is quite a cool element and obviously very traditional. Hmm. Um, but obviously, it's, it's about three different types of candy repeated ad nauseum. Yeah. Um, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. The parade's good, but they have a parade at night anyway, and the fireworks are good as well, and it's, it's a different show, but to me, there's no real reason why they couldn't just for the month of October, or you know, the month of September and October, do this as just a, an evening yeah. event, even scale it down a bit. The just, villains, I think, the villains, I understand why it's a hard ticket event. You know, I, I get that it's something unique, you're doing it as a one-off. I get that. But for me, Mickey's not so scary Halloween. I don't see why it should be a hard ticketed event. Nah. Nah. Especially as well, because the other thing as well, if you're there, is if you're not there, if you don't have a ticket for it, you're chucked out of the park. Yep. Aren't you? So yeah. it means that your, your actual paying limits inside the park are then reduced as well because there's a party going on. Yeah. That's true. Not a big fan, but uh, mm. well... I've got tickets anyway, so there's, there's the ultimate hypocrisy. I don't really like it, but I'm going to buy tickets. Anyway. Yeah, but you're doing it for the girls. Yeah, mm. that's the argument. Uh, does anyone know the name Nick Franklin? I do now. Mm. Yeah, Nick Franklin was uh, executive VP for Next Generation uh. Experience at Walt Disney Parks and Resorts, mm. and he's leaving Disney in July. Yeah, he's uh, looking for his next experience. He he is, <laughs> and uh, he is allegedly the guy who oversaw development of. My Magic Plus. Uh, apparently, he's just moving on to find his own. But yeah, read between the lines, if you will. Mm. Uh, has it been overly successful? Has it made every guest happy with their fast pass experience? 
I would tend to believe not. Mm. And it's hugely behind schedule, isn't it? I mean, massively behind schedule. Yeah, behind schedule, over budget. Mm. Sounds like Wembley Stadium. Yeah. <laughs> Back in the day. Yeah. Or, or, or most of the Brazil World Cup Stadium. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, so uh, he's uh, on his way to pastures new, and uh, we wish him well, even though we've never met him. <laughs> I wish him well as long as he never tried to do anything as silly as that yeah. again. Yeah. But if he wants to come on and talk about it, we'd be happy to have him on, yeah. Damn straight. Uh, Mm -hmm. Yes, Nick, buddy. Come on, you got nothing else to do. (laughs) Get on here. If you're looking for your next experience, uh, welcome Mm -hmm. to My Disaster Dark Plus. (laughs) That's his head where everybody knows your name once we're told what it is. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Oh, what else has happened? There's loads. Yeah. There's Um, lots of stuff going on. There is. uh, I've seen a video of it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't really understand what the fuss is about, but um, it appears they've been doing some maintenance work on Expedition Everest. Yes, yes, indeed. They has, have. has everyone seen this video? No. Have we still uh, got the Disco Yeti? Yeah, Disco Yeti's still there. What I liked actually was I got an email the other day from D23 where it, uh, it had like a list of uh, the top um, audio animatronics at Disney parks, and the main photo was of the Yeti. <laughs> <laughs> I just thought there's already here somewhere surely yeah. um, no Disco Yeti still exists he's still having a rave to um, the village people and other such bands but uh, no as you uh, climb the mountain to where the track um, has been broken by said Disco Yeti um, the track itself has now disappeared yeah. so you climb up the mountain on the track and then it just ends rather than you seeing the tall up track in front of you uh-huh. Now everyone is freaking out on this because of how scary it now looks. Personally, it didn't look that much different. It looked like there was something missing in front of your eyes, but mm. it didn't look any more scary or less scary than it did before. It looked exactly the same for me. Mm. So, um, but we're not sure if it's permanent. If they've just gone to make the track look, uh, you know, a, a bit more themed or. Yeah. A new bit of what they've done with it, but we, we've taken down some broken, non-functional track in order to replace it and make it look slightly more broken and non-functional. Well, the thing is, you'd have thought they'd, they'd still be keeping it because when you are back inside the the cave and you see the projection of the Yeti, mm-hmm. and you you see him pull up some more track, which That's looks right. exactly the same as how the track. So that that part of the show or that part of the ride is still there. Mm. Therefore, you would think, well, why would you not have that? Because it continues the theme. Um, but to be honest, I'd rather them just stop messing about with stuff like that and just fix the Yeti. Was there any reason given for why they took it away? No, no one seems to know anything. It just mm. was there one day and it wasn't the next. Kind of and smacks. it's not been first for the last yeah. few either. Yes, refurbishment. Not as most people on various forums have put rehab. Right. Expedition Everest is not down for rehab. <laughs> it does not have a drug problem. They did try and take it, Expedition Everest to rehab, but they said no, no, no. Oh, we knew that was going there. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's abominable. Down, down. Oh. <laughs> oh, I, I would look for a sound effect. For the <laughs> oh, dear, dear. I, I mentioned earlier, for some bizarre reason, the Brazilian. World Cup things, but uh, apparently 
you can see most of the, uh, the World Cup soccer games uh, in various places around Walt Disney World. Mm-hmm. So for anyone who is posting on those various fora, First round, W on in the Rose and Crown. Nice. One round. Only. Post. Only. Yeah. Yeah, that'll be all right. <laughs> After that, not much happening. Um, yeah, it should be on the Rose and Crown. A really bad pull-down pull screen on, <laughs> on Sky Sports in 3D and no 3D glasses given out to it. <laughs> uh, but apparently you can see it in the ESPN, Worldwide of Sports. Downtown Disney at various bars and restaurants. The All-Star Movies Resort on the Silver Screen Spirits Pool Bar. And the World Premier Food Court. Uh, All-Star Music at the Food Court and the Pool Bar. All-Star Sports in a Food Court. Animal Kingdom at the Rainforest Cafe. Of all the places to show the World Cup, you're showing it in the Rainforest Cafe. <laughs> is, is that because it's in Brazil and it's South kind American. of themed? Yeah, it's like, yeah. Yes. That, to me, is like watching it in 3 day. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Animal Kingdom Lodge, the Sonar, the Pool Bar, uh, Ferris Wine Bar, Art of Animation, Boardwalk, Caribbean Beach, Contemporary, Fort Wilderness, Grand Floridian, Old Key West, Polynesian, Port Orleans, Port Orleans Riverside and French Quarter, and the Yachton Beach Club. When you say Pool Bar, it sounds like a singles joint, Paul. Yeah. Well... You never know. <laughs> as in pool. Yeah. Or, I might have said or, this before. Or is it, or is it pool as in... Um, with like a small, it's American pool, so it'll be a small green beige table with enormous buckets for pockets that you can't actually miss. Um, and talking about ESPN, yeah. Because from time to time we have been known to discuss the restrooms in Walt Disney World. Yeah. But if you go into the restrooms in ESPN, they've actually got TVs on the ceiling, so you can be comfortable. And not miss your favourite sports sporting event. That is that is outstanding. Yeah, there you go. So if the World Cup's on, and yeah. you you need to go somewhere, don't worry, you won't miss it. That is a problem because being a Brighton supporter, they only ever score whenever I go to the toilet, and I'm not <laughs> actually watching. I can watch 90, 89 minutes of football where we will take an absolute pounding, and then I will just go. That's it. I've had enough. I'm going for a wee. <laughs> And something dramatic will happen in that one minute. And now they've put TVs in the toilets. There you go. That's it. I can never see them win a game again. Yeah. <laughs> and as a West Ham fan, I'm used to watching crap games. So <laughs> it's, it's <laughs> ideal for me. It's the right place to watch the penalties, let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, no. Ooh, five. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. Yeah, so we got that one. Um, yep. what, what else? I mean, blimey. Uh, oh, um, carry on. Go on. Look, just a little movie snippet. Um, yeah. Some details released about the next uh, Pixar movie. Don't know if you saw that. Mm. Damn, I've just shot. I think I've just shut that window. <laughs> <laughs> That's a mistake. Didn't mean to do that. Never mind. Inside Out, it was called. Yeah. Um, yeah. And being released in 2015, and it's a bit like. Do you remember the Cranium Command, where yeah. you were inside like a teenage boy's head and. It's a bit like that. It's all these different emotions inside this teenage boy. All right. Um, that's the storyline. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, not, they're not going to do... Is it Eddie, was it Dave with Eddie Murphy? <laughs> <laughs> meet, meet Dave. Meet, meet Dave. It, meet Dave. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, well, I've, uh, this one tickled me. And I, I can see um, some fellow Brits 
this, this might just tickle, but anyone else who's not aware what our shopping districts are like around here, there's a co-op opened in Disney in downtown Disney Marketplace. <laughs> what? Yeah. Yeah. Um, where Team Mickey used to be. There is a store called uh, the Co-op Marketplace, and it's got like it's a little mini mall with like some bespoke stuff and beauty stuff and right, but jewelry. it's not it's not the co-op. It's not a co-op, no. <laughs> and for our American <laughs> listeners, a co-op is like a really, really teeny tiny, slightly down market. Walmart. Seven Eleven. Seven Eleven. Yeah. 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 It's like one of those without a slushing machine. Probably. Yeah. Um. So, yeah, and we call that the co-op. And they've been around years. They, they even used to do little stamps that you could have, rather than... Uh, they, also do, they also do banking, um, yeah. and I bank with them, and they're in a lot of trouble, so that's good. Yeah, yeah. ethical, really, ethical, but in a lot of trouble. Yeah, really bad for that. Thanks, <laughs> so, thanks, so, so, But apparently, yeah, there's a, it just tickled me when I saw the fact there's a co-op open yeah. at downtown Disney. I'm thinking, oh, I want to go to World of Disney, because I, I, I really... I need a big giant plush stitch and then oh I need some as many pieces for my Mr. Potato Head as I want oh and then I'm going to go into whatever and get a margarita and then I'm going to pop to the co-op because I need two chicken breasts and some bacon it's how you make Hunter's chicken let's be honest yeah yeah other recipes (sighs) are available (laughs) (laughs) oh dear oh dear Uh, but I mean we could continue with the news to desperately cover up the fact that we haven't got a guest or or is it too obvious now i think mm. i think they figured out i think but to be fair in our defense uh i do think there was a lot of news mm-hmm. yeah uh, there's pretty there's pretty even more important stuff that we've forgotten actually you know what well, there is there is one thing that i can think of which we probably should mention yeah uh, after the, the roaring success of uh maleficent more on that later i'm sure right. um and the, uh, the next release of uh, Cinderella, which is out next year, yep. um, they have announced a follow-up to that, which oh. is they're making a live-action version of Beauty and the Beast. What's interesting is this is going to be based on the, on the original animated film by Disney, mm-hmm. but also includes songs from the Broadway musical, which added songs right. to, to the show. So obviously the Broadway show had songs from the film, but then added more songs to make it a, a longer production mm. and a proper musical. Uh, and that's what this film is going to be uh, more like. So as far as I could understand, it is going to be a musical. Mm. Mm. Um, or it's going to be heavily music featured with elements of talking, uh, I suppose like uh, Les Mis or something like that. Yeah. But uh, no casting has been announced. Director was announced. I wish I could remember his name. But it was no one I'd heard of before, so never mind. Um, and also, I suppose, would be very wrong for not mentioning the fact that Edgar Wright was uh, sacked from Ant-Man, which was the only reason anyone cared about that Marvel superhero being turned into a film. Um, and he's now been replaced by, um, not I was going to say Peyton Manning, but he's uh, an American football player. It's not him. <laughs> <laughs> Peyton Reed, that's it, who right. uh, directed Bring It On, which is a very good cheerleading film. I don't care what anyone says. I'm, I'm still. But he's wait- no Edgar Wright. I, I, I'm still waiting for further announcements on the fact that Banana Man is being made into a movie. I can't get my head around that. And the potential in the works for a new release of Condor Man. I have not seen the original Condor Man. 
Anything that's got man at the end of it is getting made into a movie these yeah. days. Yeah. I Co-op mean... man. That's what we need. You know? <laughs> I'm all you can, you can get six rolls and two chicken breasts at 24 hours, seven, seven days a week. Call for co-op, co-op man. man. Pretty woe man. <laughs> oh. There's a remake waiting for this to happen as well. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Um, okay, fine. Fair enough. Well, that's uh, kind of all the news we've got. Yeah. On the movie front, though, there's all sorts of rumours and theories and things kicking around about the connection between Frozen and Tangled and The Little Mermaid. Have you seen Have you seen that? Yes. yes. Yeah. And as you start to read that, there are crazier and crazier and deeper and deeper conspiracy theories about how all the Pixar movies are all connected and how Disney movies are connected. Mad, I'm yeah. sure there's elements of truth in it, but I think... Some people have got too much time on their hands. It's well, yeah, it's all um, Elsa and Anna had Rapunzel and Flynn Rider, whatever his name was, Eugene something. Mm-hmm. At uh, I just want to say Eugene Terrablanche, and that's a completely different name, isn't it? <laughs> um, at, yeah, she had a white rights activist. <laughs> I think that's just wrong. Um, at the wedding because they were some sort of cousins and something and because that was all in Norway and Hans Christian Andersen the Little Mermaid and the ship that crashed and the ship that in the Little Mermaid was the ship that sunk that had their mum and dad on and then you've got the fact that the Little Mermaid is actually Triton's daughter who's like the brother of Neptune who was something to do so technically her and Hercules are cousins as well but it's like you've got, you've got to be kidding stop it now <laughs> Starbucks should not be allowed in the Magic Kingdom. <laughs> That's what it is. Well, I, as uh, Cypress Hill once sang, I believe, uh, when the ship goes down, you, you better be ready. Mm-mm. I think that's what they were referring to. Yeah. I don't know if it's in reference to Frozen or not. Okay. But uh, actually, Rapunzel, um, Disneyland Paris news, Rapunzel meet and greet is uh, extended through to the 31st of August. Cool. So anyone going out this summer, still on. Still wants to meet Rapunzel. There you go. Well, Anna and uh, Philly Boots. Po aren't, aren't there Yeah, yet, go on. So, uh, Let your hair down. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, um, we've got the Facebook question, and I, and I believe, Nick, we're going to come to you for a special on-the-spot report in a short while. Mm. But in the meantime, shall we just let the pub singer have something to do? Absolutely. Yeah. He's, yeah. he's warming up um, with a little bit. He warms up, does he? Well, depending on the definition of warming up, I mean, the England, the England team warmed up against that great footballing nation, Honduras, the other night. Mm. Um, so, yeah. It was hot outside as well. I've no idea why they did that. Don't know why. he knows more of the actual lyrics than I do. Well, at least you could. I mean, I think he's been taking elocution lessons because you can barely I hear could it, make yeah. out some of those words actually yeah. this time. Yeah. I'm glad uh, he warmed up. Oh, thank you. Yes. Yeah. Um, 
He warmed up with some more John Smiths. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Um, Nick, how are your hmm. t- are your tonsils warmed up? Ish. Because we, we we can let you rip now if you want. Thank you very much. And uh, and uh, yeah, I've just got to find this bit. It's soap dishes. Soap. Back by popular demand. Of one person. <laughs> <laughs> and me. <laughs> so two people. Yeah. So a little before I go into this, a little bit of backstory before I do. Um, obviously, we've talked about it a lot, but uh, Maleficent came out on the 28th of May. Uh, and, you know, we, we talked about it from uh, Inception to uh, Jim Hill last year doing a script review. And, you know, we kept tabs on it. And we discussed it quite a lot recently. And, uh, you know, I was looking forward to it. My wife was looking forward to it. And uh, we went opening night to see it. And uh, after I saw the film, I immediately got on the phone to Paul. The first thing I did after I left the cinema was actually try to contact Mr. Boniface and say, that could be available, do you? Because uh, I felt I needed to vent. And for those that may have seen the Twitter post or the Facebook post, I did actually decide to write what you could class as a mini-review if uh, that many words is little. Um, but to be honest, I wasn't very impressed with Maleficent. In fact, that's an understatement. I came out of the cinema fuming like I've never come out of the cinema before. And I saw Batman and Robin at the cinema. So I've seen crappy films. Um, but I hated it. Now, it does seem to be that it's divided opinion. Although, along the, among the Disney community, it does seem very much still uh, very pro to the film. So... In that regard, I'm in the minority with, I suppose, the film critics. But I hated it from top to bottom. Angelina Jolie was was good. Um, I think some of the other acting was was also not too bad. But the film itself just sucked in so many ways. Anyone want to ask me where to start? You know, yeah. anyone got any preferences where I start with this? What was your main? What was your main objection? Do you think, Nick? I think the biggest problem was the way it's been marketed as the, you know finding out the real reason why Maleficent was how she was. When really, you didn't find out why Maleficent was evil because the entire story's been changed. It had nothing to do with what we knew Sleeping Beauty to be. The three fairies, which uh, we've discussed before, having completely different names, were almost completely different people. They were really, really poor comic relief in the film. Not funny at all, and in fact, just stupid. Um, and and the story itself was just was just ridiculous. What you expect from a film like that, or, or what I certainly expect from a film like that, is seeing the other perspective of the same story. But really, Maleficent, what you got was a completely different story involving some characters that you'd heard of before, and that was it. Hmm. The director. Um, who had previously worked on Alice in Wonderland and it showed, um, decided to use some extra special effects left over from the Lord of the Rings films, I think, uh, and also some from the upcoming Avatar Land project to um, make the world of Maleficent come to life. But you could see that it was clearly a director who was very uh, heavy on the visuals and not really on producing uh, a decent enough film. 
And I think, unfortunately, it was a very, very big project, which they gave to somebody with no experience, which you can also argue happened with John Carter and Tron Legacy before it. So it's not the first time, admittedly. Um, and even though I like those films, you could see that maybe under a different direction, they might have succeeded a bit better. Um, but, yeah, I just think the fact that they changed so much of the film was, for me, it's downfall. Um, and I'm actually quite surprised by the amount of love for it, if I'm honest. Um, I think some people are a little bit deluded on on why it's so good. I think they're giving it a lot of respect just because of what it is and what it means and who it's about. Um, but, yeah, if, you, if you're going to see the film because you want to see Sleeping Beauty, but from Maleficent's perspective, don't. You need to forget that film ever happened because they're just completely different. They share a couple of scenes that are the same. Everything else is completely different. And for me, it just made me mad. Okay. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, Paul, you've also had a chance to see it as well, though, haven't you? Yeah, we just we just went on Friday. I know I was interested to hear Nick's, Nick's view on it. Um, I went with, with Kerry, my wife, and one of us hated it, and one of us thought it was okay, quite entertaining. So... Kerry hated it. I thought it was okay. I quite liked it. I suppose I I didn't have any expectations going into it. I'd seen one trailer. Mm. I knew it wasn't going to be Sleeping Beauty. I knew it was going to be a twist on that or an alternative to that. Um, so I didn't really have any expectations. I tried to stay away from reviews and that sort of thing. And I quite enjoyed it. There were a couple of things that um, I really didn't like. Um, so as per Nick, I hated the fairies. I thought they were just ridiculous. There was one sort of minor titter where they drop the cake, and there's a there's a funny sound effect. That was it. <laughs> right, that, that was the only that was the only thing they contributed. The rest of it was just annoying and stupid, and they were like the Jar Jar Binks of <laughs> Maleficent, as did far as not, I was concerned. Yeah, did you not find with them that? It was, too, they were too stupid. Yeah. Like yeah, too stupid, were... too ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah, just annoying. And yeah. the other thing that bugged me a little bit towards the end was Aurora, who was obviously auditioning for a toothpaste advert. Because <laughs> if she smiled any harder, at the top of her head would have cracked and flipped over the back and fallen off. But <laughs> apart from that, you know, I, 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 I enjoyed it. I thought I didn't think it was great. I didn't love it, but I thought it was pretty entertaining. I just viewed it as a twist on or an alternative. So, um, but Kerry, she really detested it. She she didn't like. She thought. I mean, I think because maybe she's a little bit more into celebrities and things like that. She was more focused on Angelina Jolie. So she felt that the whole role was kind of constructed around her. And mm. certainly there are a lot of images where it's just big close-ups of Angelina Jolie's face, which is amazing in the, you know, the makeup, the cheekbones and all of that. But she just felt that it was too too staged, too pouty, too, you know, sort of um sort of narcissistic on on Angelina Jolie. But that didn't that didn't bother me too much. Um, did you did you see it in 2D or 3D? We could only see it in 2D at the time we wanted mm. to go. 
I mean, I, I wanted, well, sorry, we decided to sit in 2D purely because we thought, ah, oh, we'll probably end up buying it on 3D anyway. <laughs> it um, doesn't sound like but it. But I have heard rumours that um, watching it, especially in IMAX 3D, mm-hmm. that Angela, Angela Jolie's cheekbones have actually damaged some people's eyes. Yeah, um, I can believe that. Because they are very, very prominent. I couldn't. I actually turned around at one point, so they're not really like that normally, are they? I thought, <laughs> I, can't, I can't have missed that all my life. Very, I mean, actually, I mean, you know, that side of things was, was very good. Yeah. Um, but I, I felt, I, I agree in that, I felt that it had been changed, that the story of Maleficent was changed to suit Angelina Jolie too much mm-hmm. in the fact that, you know, she was the mistress of all evil. Mm-hmm. She is the villain of all villains, if you'll, you know, believe what she says about herself. Yeah. And yet, there was nothing really evil until the last maybe five minutes or so that you could actually really consider to be evil. Everything was almost justified. Mm-hmm. And that, for me, takes away from who the characters should be. And even, like, the, the, you know, the, the whole pretense coming up to it was, you know, see where the evil began. Well, no, she wasn't evil. Mm-hmm. It seemed to be that because of who it was starring in that role, so I do agree with you, right there, that things were changed for that reason. And I also think as well that, um, you know, and spoiler alert for anyone that's uh, still listening to this, um, True Love's Kiss um, apparently was reshot just after the success of Frozen. Um, And you can kind of see why that you could believe that. You know, there were definitely reshoots and it's hard to know exactly what was reshot, but the fact that two Disney films within the last, you know, six months or so have very similar outcomes. I did see that coming. I'm not going to spoil it for anybody who hasn't seen it, but but I, that, I did see that coming mm. in in the movie. It was it was kind of leading up to what actually happened. Yeah. But it was interesting what you said about um, how the nighttime scenes and some of the flying scenes looked like Avatar. They they really did look like Avatar. Oh, when there was a, there was one bit where it was quite um, a long shot. So you saw like the the kind of landscape at mm. night. And if somebody had sent me that as a still and said. Um, oh, here's an image, uh, you know, an upcoming image from Avatar Land. I believe, yeah, yeah, because so, it was, yeah, so much so that I actually wondered. Here's a here's a conspiracy theory for you: that if Maleficent had been a huge box office success, would they actually dump Avatar and make it Maleficent Land, or you know, uh, what did they call it? They didn't call it the, the forest, the, the moors. moors that's yeah. it, Moors Land yeah. in in the Animal Kingdom. Well, you know what? With all these kind of things, there's nothing stop. You know, until uh, it's all been built, there's nothing stopping mm-hmm. it not happening, is there? We've all, we've said that for a long time. Yeah. And although the likelihood is it's it's all fine, it's all going to happen. The fact is, yeah. Uh, you know, at any point, James Cameron could go, yeah, stuff this. He can afford the the court cases and the losses that he'd be uh, incurred if that did happen. So yeah, I, I think you you could be right there. Definitely, yeah, protection of property, but. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I think, to be honest, it's the same feeling I had when I saw Alice in Wonderland. Mm. You know, both of those, you know, that and Maleficent, you know, if you want to look at them from a technical standpoint, both very pretty-looking films, um, you know, effects were good and everything like that, but at the yeah. same time, you just, it was a lot of style over substance, and with both of them, they took liberties from the original stories mm. in creating this new thing, especially Alice in Wonderland, where it's, it's soon turned into the Johnny Depp show, as far as yeah. I'm concerned, with Bad Hatter, so... Mm-hmm. You know, but yeah, I mean, I was I was very very angry. I've calmed down ever so slightly since, um, <laughs> but I'm still angry with how it turned out. Yeah, 
Yeah. Sorry, Paul. Go ahead. I'll tell you, well, we did ask a few of our listeners on our usual uh, Ask Facebook question, how many people have seen it? Uh, and um, I think we got in late with the question today because we didn't get too many answers. Uh, Peter, Peter Pontecorvo, our uh, our resident uh, paramedic, EMS. Um, uh, I was tempted to go down the ambulance driver, but that really belittles them. So. <laughs> <laughs> but no. uh, Peter's seen it. Um, so, yeah, he liked it. Uh, Kevin Curtis Allen just answered no he hasn't seen it uh, and Lisa Green saw it and Jerry liked it in spite of its flaws yeah. but we also asked a second question uh, after Maleficent what Disney origin film would you like to see next so if they were going to make another live action Disney movie uh, you've already mentioned Beauty and the Beast mm. but Lisa herself said actually she'd like to see an origins type Beauty and the Beast. Uh, I'm sure Gaston is seriously misunderstood. His backstory will show he's actually deeply intelligent and would never have become so self-absorbed were it not for some horrific childhood tragedy. <laughs> he's got he's got asthma. That's why he keeps spitting all the time. Pooey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Poor he, kid. He, he was a bullied, beaten up little wimp at school, and unfortunately, he got in with the wrong crowd and started doing anabolic steroids. And eggs. And, and yeah, eggs. Lots of eggs. Um, and yeah, realised that once he was roughly the size of a barge, he couldn't get through doors. So, um, Kevin, if anybody wants that script, yeah, we're, uh, we're open to negotiation. Yeah, indeed. <laughs> Kevin wants to see them do a live-action Nightmare Before Christmas. That'd be interesting. And the villain in that piece, of course, could be Jules Holland. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah that, and he could be boogie-woogie. And, and, and Peter, with his answer, wants to see the idea of a Scar backstory. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Oh, I wouldn't like yeah. to see that in live action. Yeah. Just yeah. be a man in a lion costume. Be rubbish. Be like the Wizard of Oz or something. Um, some, some, sort, some sort of, I don't know, um, theatrical performance of a bloke in a lion hat. I think... I would like to see the origin film of Herbie. <laughs> I've decided. Who <coughs> was the villain? Or, or are we talking the actual origin of Herbie the good guy? Just, well, I mean, is Herbie a villain? We yeah. always think he's a jovenal Volkswagen Beetle. He, but what if he turned out he was possessed with the uh, spirit of a uh, serial killer? He could, and actually... he could be related to Christine. Yeah. Well, he's just driving about the place, polluting the place. I mean, that's yeah. not unleaded he's running on. Not at that age, no, you're right. No. Uh, Get. Did he got pay more in the road takes for that one? <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, who, who would you like to see? If they were going to do not a, a non-Maleficent style live-action follow-up to something they've animated. I'd, I mean, I, you can carry on down the Snow White route and I'd, I'd like to see uh, a live-action Grumpy movie. With Warwick Davis. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I think I think there's only one person to play Grumpy in a live-action film. Has anyone seen Breaking Bad? Yeah. Mike, yeah. Mike in Breaking Bad. <laughs> okay. Yeah. He he is like the real-life Grumpy. He's he's obviously way too tall, but you know we we know from Bob Hoskins that you can shrink people down. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know. Because Elijah, oh, okay. Elijah Wood, I hear it, is actually six foot eight. <laughs> he also likes talking to imaginary dogs, but that's another story. <laughs> oh dear! Who else? What, what other backstories could we 
could be covered. Darth Vader has already. Oh no, wait a minute, that's been done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do it, do it, and do it properly this time. Yeah, do it right. Oh, I don't know. Well, some of the Pixar ones, so you got like the Incredibles, because you don't see the Incredibles until until they're ex superheroes. So that'd be a good yeah. one. Yeah, you only see a little bit of a flashback, don't you? Yeah. Um, Wally. Wally. Yeah. That'd be good. Hmm. Never ever make the origin story of the film up. No. See, seeing that montage was too yeah. much. For me to yeah, it don't was. touch that. No. Um, but I mean, I think Wally. You know that leaves a lot of good questions, or mm. or are we suggesting that maybe the origin of Wally was already made as short circuit? Mm. Number five is alive. Just just throwing it out there. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Stitch as well, actually. I'd like to see a, an origin story of Stitch with live action. Yeah. Again, Warwick Davis. As... Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's just thinking vehicles for him to star in. Yeah. Is there anything we can get Tim Curry to be in? Oh, um, yeah. Uh, he could... Yeah. Hades. He could do He'd be a good Hades. Yeah. 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 If James Wood wouldn't. Yeah. James Wood wouldn't. Uh, and Edward Woodward. Nah, James Wood would. Edward Woodward. Would he? <laughs> uh, no. Uh, well, actually, yeah. Woody. That'd be a good origin story. Well, yeah. That'd be Edward Woodward. He'd be Woody. <laughs> Would he? Yeah. <laughs> this has got far too complicated, far too quickly. <laughs> oh, he's a chainerman. Oh, dear. If anyone mentions Ken Dodd's dad's dog, <laughs> we're in trouble. Um, that bombshell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Our very top gear. Um, the Stig's backstory. Actually, right. you know what? There, there is something I wanted to mention. So, obviously, I, I had my soapbox where I had my negativity flowing out for the first time yeah. quite a while. But... Um, and I've made enemies, I think, before of Disney Store um, with uh, with bad customer service, that kind of thing. And you know, I've been fairly vocal on that. Um, but I actually went into a Disney Store the other day, and I know a lot of people are getting angry right now because they haven't got Disney stores left near them. Mm. Um, but you know, in London, I, I do. And uh, I went into the flagship store in Oxford Street to pick up a few bits and pieces, and uh, I ended up speaking to the store manager, not intentionally she was just a member of staff that was there at the time and uh, i've been in a few days previously and i don't know if you've ever seen these but they do a zerg action figure oh no the same one. size as buzz lightyear right could, could tim curry play emperor zerg's dad oh. <laughs> emperor emperor zerg be awesome. yeah. that's um, that's buzz's granddad then yeah yeah tim curry is buzz's granddad yeah, yeah. Um, but I'd been there in, in that store on a Monday looking at something else and they, I hadn't seen them for a long time but they were there and they must have had about 30 of them I thought oh, should I get one for myself should I get one for myself and dithered and I went in there on a Friday to get something else I went to the stand where they were and they were completely gone mm-hmm. and so I said to the store manager um, do you know if you get any more in and she said oh we don't get them in very often but um, I'll, I'll check for you um, and they checked the stock room and said, no, we're completely out. We might be getting more in, but I've got no idea when. But then she said, but we've just put these couple out on display. So, you know, to, as they do sometimes display their toys. She said, if you'd like to take one of those, you could have one without the box and I'll give you a discount. So I was like, cracking, because I've been after one for a long time. So I ended up with a brand new Emperor Zerg that talks. I'll demonstrate it for you right now. Another 
There you go. <laughs> uh, and he does also say the immortal lion, uh, Buzz, I am your father as well. He's awesome. Um, <laughs> and uh, and not only that, she then, when we was queuing up, because um, she, she had to run a discount for the till, so she was chatting to me and she was talking about um, Zerg and Darth Vader and the similarities there and the whole Star Wars thing. So she, she was quite into films and that. And she said, oh, have you got the latest collector cards? For those that don't know, they've been giving away Star Wars cards every two weeks at the moment. Yeah. It's like an in-store promotion. Mm-hmm. And I hadn't been in to get them. She's the first time she's, someone's asked me for the secret password. And she would not let me have these cards until I got the password right. She gave me very little subtle clues. But it, but it actually made it quite fun. And I got it in the end. I did get it in the end. Um, which was, I've got a bad feeling about this for anyone who wants to get the same cards. Um, but you know, sometimes cast members in Disney stores do go that extra mile. And it was clear that whether it was just a good day or, or something like that, I don't know. But she was having a, a good day. Um, she was giving really good interaction with people, mm-hmm. very polite and helpful. Um, and I thought it should be mentioned, really, because it's quick enough to um, have a go at these places when they do wrong. But you're never quick to you know, say when they do something right. Um, and I call her name. Her name was Natalie. She won't listen to this podcast because she works at Disney Company. And we know how they love us. Um, but... For anyone that does know her, tell her that we said hello. In and, which store? Uh, the Oxford Street flagship store. Natalie in Oxford Street. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Round of applause from uh, everyone out here. That's it. Because yeah. that's it. If you do, if you do good service, you should get commended for it. And she won't. But the fact that we recognise that is something, especially when normally it's because they've done something really poor. Mm-hmm. That's no, a fair play. Fair play. Yeah. Excellent. Oh, blimey. Well, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, it shows when we haven't got a guest that does all the talking for us. Um, yeah. <laughs> we need well, to waffle on. A Jim Hill four-hour specials. Yeah, I, I, I should have just edited some of him in. But there you go. Hey, we didn't even talk about Diagon Alley. That's the big news. I mean, we talked about all the Disney news, but yeah. Diagon Alley. They've yeah. announced all the yeah. food and stuff. And, and, and the dragon is getting some wings on the top of the stores there. and stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is, it, exciting. is it Paul yeah. McCartney? Here we go. <laughs> they're sticking Paul McCartney's on the side of this dragon yeah yeah um, singing Jet on the Loop uh, a, I, I was I'm trying to think how can I fit a band on the run pun in but I can't so I'm not going to be bothered it was bad enough when I said so Paul don't embarrass yeah. yourself like I have yeah <laughs> they've got a frog they have got a frog chorus though haven't they that's they true have yes, they have <laughs> <laughs> I'm so going to have to dig that sound loop out <laughs> Uh, blimey in that case um, we might as well make it a nice short one mm-hmm. and, I, and I'll pad out the last six minutes of our radio performance with six minutes constant loop of the pub singer well unless you want to talk in detail about Diagon Alley have you got any details of course not I'm not <laughs> should we just make I'm stuff not, up I'm not going <laughs> unless you've got your Disney trivia handy <laughs> who's, up oh. for, who's up for a challenge go for it go on I'll okay. take one for the team. Oh, yeah. there we go then. I anyway, should... to cut that story short, Diagon Alley looks good. There. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. And some people get to see it this year, and others won't. <laughs> and no one's bitter about it at all. Carry on. I've got, I've got three words to see. Yep. Butter beer ice cream. Yes. Oh. Bring it on. Oh, dear, oh, dear. I will, oh, dear. I will try it just for the sake of it, but... Right. Mm. 
Who's gonna, who's gonna take this one for the team? Well, my big mouth. Go on. All right. In that case, are you ready? Here we go. Yeah. Two minutes starting now. Who saves Simba from the stampeding wildebeest? Uh, his dad. No, Scar. No, his dad. <laughs> the king, the Lion I shall, King. I shall take your first answer. Right. <sighs> Whose first names include Abraham De Lacy, Giuseppe Casey? Oh, uh, Trump. Is that right? What are you now? What's Cinderella's slipper made of? Glass. Who's the only one of the seven dwarfs with blue eyes? Doc. No, uh, Dopey. I shall take your first answer. Box. <laughs> <laughs> He's number eight. <laughs> Who volunteers to take Mowgli back to the man village? Uh, Bagheera. Who tells Alice the story of the walrus and the carpenter? Oh, the Cheshire Cat. I haven't seen that for so long. I don't think that's right. Next, well, I, You've got a lucky one. What's the name of the baby princess upon whom Maleficent cast the <laughs> curse? Oh, that'd be Aurora. I just pulled that one out. I'm not biased towards my own members of, of the team. <laughs> ah, what living creatures does, does Timon confuse with the stars? Uh, the um, hyenas. What colour crocodile does Madame Mim become? Uh, blue. Yeah, we're getting there. Ten seconds left. Ah, dear. I can't read another Maleficent one. I'm throwing that one away. I'm not cheating. What's the late name of Cinderella's evil stepmother? I've started, so I'll finish. Uh, uh, stepmother? Yeah. Yeah. No. I think I know that one. I think I know that one. Right, here we go. Let's let's start again. Right. Oh, it's so bad. Here we go. Who saves Simba from the stampeding wildebeest? You said his it's father. Mufasa. The, the Lion King. You were right. Yeah. So I took your first answer. Mufasa is yep. his name. It was indeed. Uh, whose names were Abraham De Lacy, Giuseppe Casey? It was Thomas O'Malley. Yeah. And the Aristocats. Nuts. Ah, oh, dear. Uh, what did I ask then? What's Cinderella's slipper made of? Glass. You were right. <laughs> I, I, I just can't believe that question came out. Did anyone actually get that wrong? Um, here we go. I thought it was a trick question. I was yeah. thinking, was it crystal? Was it... Uh, yeah, okay. Yeah. Her slippers were made of wool with fluffy bits. It was the shoes that were made of glass, yeah. Um, <laughs> who's the only one of the seven dwarfs with blue eyes? Dopey. It's it, dopey, isn't it? It, it is, yeah. Yeah. Uh, right. Uh, who volunteers to take Mowgli back to the man village? You said Bagheera. It is indeed Bagheera. Yeah. Uh, who tells Alice the story of Walrus and the Carpenter? Tweedledum and Tweedledee. It is indeed Tweedledum. I haven't seen that for such a long time. I love that bit of the film. Uh, what's the name of the baby princess that Maleficent cursed? Princess Aurora. Yeah. Aurora. I can't believe I got that one. And the glass Briar Rose what I mean what happened with that Bri Brian mm. Brian Rose 
<laughs> Lead singer uh, of Guns N' Roses. The, uh, the name of... Uh, no, that's not the wrong... Uh, what living creatures does Timon confuse with the stars? It's fireflies. Uh, yeah. Uh, Madame Mim becomes a crocodile of which colour? Purple. It's pink. Ah. And here's the one that you said you knew. What is the name of Cinderella's evil stepmother? Tremaine. It is indeed, Lady Tremaine. Yes. Yeah. So at the end of that round, Paul, yeah. he scored four. Hey. Pathetic. If you if you want, if you're ready. Yeah. And if you've got time. Are you up for it? I, well, I think so head we're, to head. I, we're, we're, I, I'm going to save you. You've you've got uh, you've got a few weeks leeway until we've not next not got a guest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because uh, I'm going to spend the next couple of weeks really getting yeah. my busy knowledge down. Yeah, revise. Watching all the films, revising. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> at, at, at that point, no, we, we've we've reached the hour, and the radio station will be there telling me to like. That's it. Time up and all that. Well, I blame them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's it. Well, well, that's. I think that puts you um, somewhere in the top three of the leaderboard. Oh, good. Yeah. Yeah, possibly, not, I mean, possibly, not terrible score. possibly even second. Hey, it's... yeah, yeah. Uh, I was, I was, I was influenced by the cider, or the beer. That, that would be it. The late um, red. So, should anyone want to take part in our quiz and think they can challenge us, how do they contact us? Wow, well, of course they can visit our website at www.disartdark.com, where you can also find my review of the film Maleficent. And you can also email us at podcast at disafterdark.com. Or you can tweet us at disafterdark. You can find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash disafterdark. And we are also on macechat.com. YouTube, uh, Instagram, Pinterest, somewhere. Uh, and all that other stuff. Um, but yes, uh, Barman has called time, gentlemen, please. So uh, as always, it has been a pleasure having you listen to us, dear listener. Thank you. Um, mm -hmm. Thank you for the download, and see you all in two weeks' time. Bye bye now. Bye. And I've got to hit that bit. Growing older is mandatory. Growing up is optional. This after dark, the podcast that's nearly the same as all the others. Just because they're waiting for something. We are slick. Yeah. Mm. yeah. I think I've just given this for a couple of seconds. Finland, Finland, Finland. That's enough. The country where I want to be pony trekking. There are reasons for that, but I'll cover <laughs> if anyone gets it. Uh, gentlemen, we're out. Thank you very much. See you all in a fortnight's time. Adios. <laughs>